0: What's going on, everyone? Tanner Poppet here of Madrost and Poppet's Corner. Just reminding you that our new record, Trying the Rotting Earth, is now available at nolifetomatorecords.com. That's right. Just go in the search bar, type in nolifetomatorecords.com, and support. Again, nolifetomatorecords.com. Now, let's check out the episode you came to see.
1: Hungry release with, uh, Captain Howdy. And, uh, just before that, we heard, uh, some Megadeth within my darkest hour for our good friend, Sal in the chat room, facing some dark hours in his life. So, uh, <laughs> he wanted to, uh, get that request in, but, uh, Chris. Yes. Steve Snyder. <laughs> what did he do? Well, I, I see the, the comments in the chat room. Mm-hmm. I love this guy. But he, he's just an insufferable twat these days. Yeah, I just, say. just what happened to this guy? This was the fist in your face, rebellion, rock and roll. Fuck Congress. Yeah, man. And now it's like, oh, do what the government says, get your shot, do everything you're told, wear your mask. It's like, yeah. who is this guy? He's
2: definitely not a rebel anymore. That's <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, he, he doesn't represent know. anything that, that he made his, uh, uh what do you want? To, his, his bones on.
2: No, nothing at all. Oh yeah. He's, he's really just kind of sold out. I mean, that's, I don't know what he's selling for. I don't know what he gets out of it other than, I don't know what he gets out of it. Cause wasn't he at one point, even like a Trump guy? No, I don't know. I
1: thought he was. I thought. I thought he was. I. I don't recall. But you know, you you go back in the day, back in the '80s when you know the the music industry was under attack. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's up there testifying in front of Congress, and you know, just the whole rebellion and all that other stuff, fist in your face, and you know those twisted sister videos, and we're not going to take it, and yeah. you know all that stuff. And now all of a sudden he's. He's like a spokesperson for Head.
2: Yeah, uh, I I can't understand why he's so vocal about it. I'll I'll throw my theory out there as why he's such a fucking kiss ass shitbag, though. Um, I have to think that he makes most of his money out of professional sports. So if he if he pumps if he comes in and says, and goes the other way, and is like not for social justice and not for the government, you know, the government line, the leftist line, that they'll pull like I want to rock, and we're not going to take it from the from the sports teams. Okay, and that would cost them a lot of money.
1: Well, that's a fair assessment, I think. So, so again, it's it's the almighty dollar that rules once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and again, I don't know that well, at all. But but that is a good assumption. I I, I can probably uh, wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. I I mean, I,
2: and and maybe he has just turned into a cuck bitch. I mean, whatever. And and, and that's his prerogative. Go ahead. You know, if he does, if he's, if he's like everybody else that's out there that, oh, good point. Aspire said, pointed out why I'm wrong because he sold his, his catalog. So I guess that's, that's probably true. He doesn't. I wasn't
1: aware of that, but okay.
2: That's a good point. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why these guys become cuck bitches, you know, except for except for they need to t- tow the party line so they can get out there and tour. And, you know, apparently that's the only thing that matters is that we can get our music back, man. <laughs> you know, the only thing that matters. If you can give up your freedoms, but get your concerts back, man, isn't it worth it? Well, here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing. After looking at the comments in the chat room, and and mm-hmm. I know it's just, that's just a very small sampling. Sure. He's he's alienating a lot of his fan base. Oh yeah, I I would say he's he's in for
2: he's in for the proverbial rude awakening when he when he goes back on tour and you know and but again he sold his catalog so he got a he got an ass load of money. I guess he doesn't care. You know he probably doesn't care at this point. Same with like Paul Stanley.
1: Well, again, he's another one. No, but he doesn't care. He's fucking uber wealthy. He's oh, never yeah, broke. Course. But but what what is their motivation to get out there and and flap their gap about this shit? Maybe they've always been bitches, and they just now because
2: they're at the end of the road that now they're feeling comfortable to just let it out. <sighs>
1: Well, I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but our friend Razor Fist just just launched on D Snyder this week. No, did not hear. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna play D Snyder as a dehydrated sack. <laughs> okay. But uh, I uh, first of all, uh, you know, we know Razor Fist a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He likes our show. He's referenced our show in numerous videos that he's done. Sure. And. um. You know, I admire this guy's quick verbal assault. Right and his his, um descript verbal assault, you know, when he makes um what do you want to call comparisons? Okay. And I'm amazed at how how fast he is in in being able to come up and it's not scripted. Yeah. He he does a rant and it's not scripted, and he's just very, very funny, very direct, to the point. And uh, you know when it comes down to guys who are true to their belief, much like us, mm-hmm. we don't hold anything back. No. Uh, Razor Fist is one of those guys, and I know he listens to the show. So uh, if you're listening to the show, there, Razor Fist, you're welcome on anytime. Right. All right. So here he goes. He's he's going off on D. Snyder and D. Snyder's um, cuckery. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go.
3: We are gonna take it, bite the pillow and take it. We are gonna take it like a whore. <laughs> so, what
1: this what this is all about? Yeah, is D. Snyder dressing down John Schaefer for his um, participation in this 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 uh, Capitol building breach on, yeah. on January sixth? Hmm. Okay. So here, so here we go. Now, now, if you think about D. Snyder and his um, reputation as fist in your face metal, you would think that how how more rebellious can you be than to breach the Capitol building? <laughs> well, I mean, right or wrong, that's pretty ballsy and pretty metal, don't you think? Ah, uh, it definitely, it definitely was. I don't know about ballsy. I think
2: he got swept up in it, but
1: yeah, I agree. But but I
2: mean, look, I don't like John Schaefer. I'm never going to say that I do. I don't like that. He threatened to sue us. I don't like that. Same time. I, you know, I I don't, I don't see that what he did was this fucking super heinous crime either. No, He walked into a building. He didn't break anything. He didn't hold anybody hostage.
1: He didn't carry a weapon.
2: No bear spray. That's not a weapon It's weaponized. I guess that's what they called it as a weapon. But, you know, my whole thing is, is that whatever, you know, I don't like the fact that he, that he agreed to sell out people. That's fucking Bush league there from, from, I get it. You know, I don't have to do the 10 years he does if he doesn't fucking rat on people. But, um, you know, still kind of a bitch move to rat people out.
1: Yeah, I agree.
3: Titty Snyder, you saggy-titted sack of aging athletic equipment, you. I'd say I'm disappointed, but really, how disappointed can you be in a dude who wears hosiery in his eighth decade on Earth? Disappointed in what, you inquire? After news emerged of the FBI offering Icedurse John Schaefer a plea deal, which is always an indicator that they have an open-shut case after all, especially when they drop all but two titty-fucking-trespassing charges in the process. A rant for that is probably forthcoming, incidentally. Twisted Sister's chief croaker, D. Snyder, parted his nasally maw and proffered the following philosophical addendum. (laughs) This piece of shit is an embarrassment to the metal community, who you apparently fucking represent, right, asshat? First, he shames us (laughs) with his terrorist actions in D.C. Then he becomes a rat to his own people for a lighter sentence. Man the fuck up! Own your shit if you do the crime! Do the time, hey! Thanks, fucking McGruff. Yikes!
1: Who <laughs> is he? Beretta. I like that. Thanks, McGruff. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Remember that uh, theme song to the TV show Beretta. If you, if you, if you're gonna do the, cr- let's see, don't do the crime. If you can't do the time, don't do it. <laughs> remember that song. Don't, but I'm looking it up. Beretta, Beretta theme song, it up right now. Let's see, Beretta theme.
2: Let's see, Beretta's theme. Let's play
1: this. There you go. Is there you are there? It is Beretta theme, yeah. So well, there you go, D. Snyder <laughs> terror, yeah. You know, terrorist act, whatever. What terrorist act?
2: No, D. D. Obviously, obviously, CNN or <laughs> MSNBC.
1: Which one is he? CNN, definitely,
2: he's definitely in that crew.
1: Ugh. all right,
3: take it away, Razor more like fucking Reese snyder momentarily shelving the fact that john schaefer's already served what nearly half a fucking year and that the only reason the corrupt as fuck fbi were able to deny him bail and hold him there pressuring him to take this plea deal is because of the trumped up charges that they just admitted they cannot credibly prove in fucking court how much federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison time of you serve, princess? What, did they finally check the ages of those groupies you railed in the 80s? From throwing the book at Schaefer for trespassing on federal property, to refusing to prosecute the killer of Ashley Babbitt, or indeed even reveal the murderer's motherfucking name, to refusing to prosecute BLM for storming the Capitol, what, four fucking days ago? Not to mention that time, the Women's March, actively trespassed within the self-same Capitol building during the Kavanaugh hearings... And the FBI were far too busy covering for Peter Strzok's nefarious ass to even open an investigation. If you can't see the FBI's a glorified fucking political instrument at this point, you are officially an anus with a fucking voice box. What's <laughs> less of one if your live shows are any indication? Ah, Twisted Sister.
0: <laughs>
1: anus with a voice box. <laughs> it's good.
3: From Cockrock. To cuck rock. What's the matter, D? Afraid Schaefer's insurrection adjacent antics will cut into the profits from your 11th fucking Christmas album? Maybe put the kibosh on that residency you got rocking over at the Branson Adult Center Bingo Hall? Rebellion? In my heavy metal? Well, I never. JJ French, fetch me my fainting couch. If I. <laughs>
1: Razor, Razor is good, man. Yeah, I like Razor. He's funny as fuck.
3: Oh yeah. All right. I've known vacuous anthems like I Wanna Rock with end aggressive finger-pointing and wearing but not using a can of bear spray. I'd have mounted the desk and tongue-kissed Tipper's twat in the 80s. Uh, people can interpret it many ways. Uh, Ms. Gore was looking for sadomasochism and bondage and she found it. Someone looking for surgical references would have found it as well. Yeah. I said, you know, I can't help that Tipper Gore's got a dirty mind, and and Al Gore just, oh my God, you know, he's really jumped over the table. They were saying, we're not gonna take it. We should be on the filthy 15 for violence. And it was no more violent than the Declaration of Independence. As a total aside, my favorite part of that interview is when you claim to have said a thing that you clearly didn't. And so director cum socialist soy pod Sam Dunce is forced to contort himself into a human fucking pretzel to locate and play a clip that maybe, sorta, if you cock your head to the side, squint your eyes in the light of the full moon when the planets fucking align could kinda be construed as what you mythologize yourself to have fucking said. (laughs) And then, of course, the audience mass hallucinates that you did. Then again, given how he whores himself to the Google gods, I imagine Sam Dunce is familiar with all manner of acrobatic bodily contortions. Dude's looking like Dalsam on muscle relaxers these days. His heels have spent more time behind his head than a hooker on rent day. (laughs) (laughs) So he
1: calls Sam Dunn Sam Dunce. That's funny. (laughs) Sam Dunce has nothing on Bob Nobandian. No, I, I agree with that.
3: Yeah that's why they call it banger TV. You're welcome for the fucking format, by the way, you hipster hack. By the way, bitch, Blackie Lawless of Wasp was originally scheduled for your congressional testimony spot, and it's a mortal sin he fucking didn't, because he would have been 20 times as articulate as you are, and unlike you, he hasn't transmogrified into a blue pill bedwetter in his dotage. Turns out that, according to the fucking philosopher king that is Ree Snyder, rebellion stops where insurrection begins. Yeah, nothing more more metal than respecting an illegitimate fucking government. And incidentally, <laughs> apparently, insurrection. Is defined as whatever the mainstream media fucking tells me it is. How very rock and or roll of you, asshole. I can't wait to watch this elderly woman open for his fuck pals in rage more or less in perfect tandem with the fucking machine. That's if I even fucking recognize him at that point. These days he's looking like a Chester Cheeto where a human and a pornographer. D Snyder is what (laughs) happens when you accidentally put bleach in with your load of Paul Stanley's, then wash it on delicate. Though if your politics and boomerific Twitter feed are any indication, you're more like Cher in a shittier wig. And before anyone hits back with, you're just cranky, he called you out on Twitter, bitch. Did you see that fucking tweet? As boomerific Bantz goes, half a rung above old fucking duty head, I ratioed this twat without even trying. I actually feel kind of bad, to be honest. This shit heel shambles on the Twitterverse, his boober brain barely comprehending what the platform even is to show whatever Bon Jovi or fucking warrant interview he's whoring on the house of hair this week. He picks a slap fight with a fucking stranger with one eleventh his audience, and he gets bodied in a throwaway tweet I authored on my way to the shitter most people who take a dive that hard at least get paid by jake paul's manager first <laughs> he stood for democrat cockholster? holster i'm razor fist god fucking speed <laughs> jeez
1: <laughs> so i got a little rat wrestling reference in there and you know some Great. historical references and he, he's good man He's good. It's just sad what D's turned into. He has, man. I, you know, D D has been on the show at least three or four times, and he's uh-huh. always been very cool to us. But holy fuck, man. Yeah. I. Yeah.
2: You know, it, it's going to be interesting to see when the pandemic is over, how much of this carries over, or if the, the podcasting and the radio community are just going to be the... The same old cucks they've always been, which is like to just keep interviewing these guys and keep letting them whore their products, even though they've, you know, basically told half of us that we're pieces of shit in comparison
1: to them. You know, I agree. And, you know, again, I'm just judging from what I'm seeing in our chat room. Mm-hmm. Our our fans agree. They're just like, yeah, you know, the cuck Snyder, you know, yeah.
2: Well, I I mean, I've told my story many times. I'm not going to tell it now, you know, but I've D treated me very, very well as a kid. And I have a lot, a lot of respect for D, but man, right now, you know, with, with his nonstop nonsense, it's like it, he's got a new record coming later this year. I don't know that I would interview him now. Quite honestly, I think I would probably pass. You know, if I didn't pass, I would definitely call him out on this shit. You know, that's the only way I would do it was under the guise of saying, dude, why the fuck would you call out somebody when you know one-tenth of the facts? You know, who are you to fucking say what this guy did is right or wrong or anything?
1: And why are you, why are you even commenting on it? What does this get you? Why why do you have to alienate? a lot of your fans who are in their, you know, fifties, even mm-hmm. into their sixties who are probably, you know, they're hardworking blue collar tax paying Americans and you're out there cucking out. Yeah, I know. It's just like, dude, just,
2: just play your fucking play your music. That's what we care about. Tell me the story about your next movie or your next fucking album or whatever. Just no one wants, nobody cares. You yeah,
1: know. And, what, what I, I want to know what the motivation is. Why, why are you so involved with that? And why are you out there preaching? Why, why are you preaching? How about this? Why don't you care about the people that gave you half the money you earned in your life?
2: That's the real question. Why do you just have such a blatant lack of care for those that, contributed to every bit of success that you had you know you can't tell me i look and, and i'm not i'm i mean i guess i lean conservative but i'm not conservative or or liberal on any level i am an
1: issues based guy always have been always will be well um, you're you're more a libertarian than anything yeah. else
2: yeah pretty pretty close. I mean me and sticks Sax and Hammer see things about the same way.
1: Well, he he considers himself libertarian.
2: Yeah, and that's how I kind of feel. But you know, it's like dude, if me and you you know, my thought to D is, well, if if you and I don't agree on vaccine vaccine passports, you know, who are you to tell me that, well, therefore you shouldn't be a fan of mine and don't listen to my music and you know, or or you're, you're fucking stupid or, you know, or any, it's like, who the fuck are you to say that? You don't know me. You don't know that I'm stupid. My reasons are my reasons. I don't agree with everything. Look, I do a show with a guy that I don't agree with everything on you, but, but that's, you know, neither one of us is saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just say that? I'm leaving the show. You know, that's, that's fucking such a bitch move. It's always been a bitch move and it's, you know, these guys like Sebastian Bach or D or, you know, any number of these fucking celebrity cuck faggots, you know, it's like, just shut up. Nobody said, I love when they say, well, we have every
1: right as ever as much as anybody else to say what we think. Well, you do, but, but you, you have fans on both sides of the, of the aisle personally and you're alienating half of them.
2: Yeah. And they don't forget. They're not going to forget.
1: You know, whether you're a Paul Stanley or a Todd Latore or a D. Snyder or or John Bon Jovi or whoever it is, shut shut your hole.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it it can be done. It, It can absolutely it can absolutely be done. Um, dude, I I'll give you an example from this week. Um, I know you don't know who this guy is, and I'll be honest, I did not know. I did not know who this guy was up until I agreed to do the interview, but I did an interview, um, yesterday, actually, uh, Matt and I interviewed, um, guy named Andre Como and Andre is, he was on the first season of the real world on MTV. Okay. And they just did something on Paramount plus called the real world homecoming. Okay. And he's out promoting that and he's promoting a new song and blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. But you know, the point is from talking to him it was very apparent he's an la guy he's a hardcore liberal la guy but he didn't come off like a preachy douche about it you know we talked we talked and he was you know he was clearly what he was talking about was one of the character guys is actually one of, is a black guy named kevin something that that is an activist and he was talking about how he learned stuff from this guy, but through the whole conversation, he did not go and say, well, and I learned that this is that and black people should this. And if you don't feel this way, you're a piece of shit. You know, he didn't say none of that. He, he nice and easily said, well, you know, I listened to what he had to say and I took what I took from it. And that's what everybody should do is take what they're going to take from whoever, you know, he was very kind of, his point was kind of what I think my point always is. It's fine to listen, but don't be a preachy cunt. Because the minute you turn preachy cunt, then double fingers for you, motherfucker. You're an asshole. You know, you can say, like a guy like D. D can say, hey, I'm I'm for getting the vaccination, or I'm getting the vaccination. I think it's going to be a good thing. But when he starts with the, I support it everybody having to have this fucking card or else they can't come to shows. And I think that the border should be closed to anybody that doesn't have a vaccination pet. Fuck you. Tell, tell me my health situation and then I'll let you dictate it. You fuck. Okay. Dr. Snyder, fuck off. Who is he to fucking dictate anything for to anybody about fucking what they do or don't do with their medicine. And that goes for toddletory. Sebastian Bach, Alex Skullnick, you know, any one of these fucking celebrity douchebags that think that they're fucking enlightened because they can fucking play a guitar or yell into a microphone. Guess what, dick fucks? Here's a microphone I can yell into, too. And you know what? Doesn't make me any smarter than you. So fuck off, idiots.
1: (laughs) Well, I agree with that. So, um, so anyway. I you know, razor fists just very <laughs> he's definitely got a gift. That guy that guy's got a gift. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always like watching his you know his documentaries that he puts together. That, that guy spends a lot of time doing what he does, but he obviously has a passion for it. Sure. You know, so good on him.
2: Does he is that, is YouTube his full time gig now or I
1: have no idea. No idea. He puts out a lot of stuff. He does. But, you know, the thing is, is he's good at it. Obviously, he can edit this stuff and put his documentaries out and do his research and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's kind of a full-time gig, I would imagine. Sure. I mean, I I don't know what kind of money he may glean from his YouTube videos or whatever it is that he does. But, hey, good on him. You know, he's an entrepreneur. He's like you. Mm-hmm. obviously he's independent works at home doesn't give a fuck right and uh does what he does so anybody who does that kind of a thing uh you know i applaud you
2: yeah well that's good I, i'm I'm happy for razor I know razor always razor follows us on on our um the cms pn twitter and i always see him sharing different tweets of stuff promote that that are promotional which is cool you know he always He always just kind of at random shares like, Hey, you know, CMS radio or, or heavy metal television or whatever, you know, he shares that stuff. So he's still, he still somewhat follows the CMS and, and, you know, is still active with it a little bit, which is great. But yeah, Razor, I I wish we could get him. We need to get him back on, man.
1: Well, I mean, you just got to drop him a note because I know he's a fan of the show and he likes Mm -hmm. us. So, you know, that's cool. Yeah. We just need to get him back on. All right. Well, something a little closer to home to you. Okay. Or or you know, something that kind of was closer to home to both of us, actually. Okay. Something, you know, within that that kind of originated in the area. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, our good friend Chantel, who I know you spoke with recently. Yeah. Is she she hit me up and hit me th- uh threw this link over to me. Okay. Speaking of people who are not They're not going to take it, D. Schneider. Yeah, pal. The owner of a West Side Cincinnati area bar refuses to show NBA games on television anymore over statements LeBron James made about the fatal police shooting of a teen in Columbus. (laughs) Okay. So, of course, if you're, you know, you know who LeBron James is. He went to school there in Akron. Mm Mm-hmm. Or crackering. Yeah, crackdown. Yeah, crackering. Uh, But, you know, this guy's a big mouth. He's a big loud mouth. Always shooting off off his mouth about Black Lives Matter and bullshit. Right. Whatever. So, anyway, this bar owner in Cincinnati area says, you know, no more NBA games. Fuck them. (laughs) Not playing them anymore. Good. Uh, The games can go back on TV in Linz. Pub in Delhi Township when James is expelled from the league, said the bar owner Jay Linman. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> well, it's not going to happen, but you know, it, it made the news, right? Right. It's good pub. Yeah, it's good publicity. It's like, yeah, hey, I'm not playing NBA games. Fuck them. Right. Uh, the Los Angeles Laker forward and Ohio native posted on Twitter your next accountability. With an hourglass emoji, the photo, uh, according to ESPN report, was of the Columbus police officer identified as the person who fired the fatal shot to a girl who was holding a knife, ready to stab somebody, Mm -hmm. stab another African-American or a person of color. So this police officer took this chick out. Yeah. Which again, he prevented a future problem.
2: He prevented an on-the-scene problem too. Yeah. That girl was going to be
1: dead. Yeah. She had a big ass knife, a big kitchen knife.
2: He shot her mid swing. He did. I mean, shit. He, she would have killed that other girl. Absolutely. Zero. There's zero discrepancy in that. There's just no way to,
1: there's no way to argue that. Stupid. Yep. James later deleted his Twitter post like a bitch. (laughs) In a new post, James said, anger from anyone is not good, including from himself. (laughs) Anger does not, does not do any good and includes myself. Gathering all the facts and educating does, does though. My anger is still here for what happened to that little girl, L-A-L-L, little girl my sympathy for her family and may justice prevail so are you gonna shell out some of your multi-millions of dollars to this little girl's family no. because you feel so bad about it are you gonna do that LeBron probably will uh Lin-Man, who announced that no NBA games uh, on TV on TV policy and a Facebook post Goddamn Facebook hate it, uh, said he is tired of all these athlete, uh, athlete statements. They just need to play the game. And that's it. He said, their opinions don't really matter. They're using their position to push their opinions. And that's just not right. Lindman, Sorry. Go ahead. Lindman said, if a high ranking government official of the likes of the former president, Donald Trump or president Joe Biden had made similar statements. There would be calls for impeachment. Yeah, pal. Yeah. So there you go. So, so some bar owner in the Cincinnati area taking a stand. Said, "Fuck you guys! I'm not playing no NBA games in my bar anymore, pal." That's Right, dude. There's been so
2: much reaction, all negative toward LeBron. You want to hear some of this? Because yeah, I-, I would.
1: Because I mean, this guy's a big loudmouth. This guy's a, a almost a billionaire. He's Mm -hmm. got all these huge, and again, I won't take anybody's ability to go out and earn a great living. If you got, he's had, he's had a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, charmed career. Sure. This ghetto black kid from Akron making it big in the NBA and and being worth a billion dollars. Although a lot of it came from, you know, communist China, but regardless of that, uh, this guy's made a lot of money. So shut your pie hole. Yeah. Be glad be, glad, be glad that you got what you got. Shut your fucking mouth.
2: Well, he said it's be, he can't shut his mouth because you know, he's too important to the world. That's his literal comment was he's too important to the world to be quiet.
1: Well, shut up. You know what? Laura Ingram had it right a couple years ago. She said, shut up and dribble.
2: Well, he can't do that. And yeah, no, was- she's a racist white woman. That's right. God of course, you want the black man to be quiet. Yeah, shut up. Get in the back of the bus, right, Whitey? Fuck off. Shut, shut up. up. Yeah, here's this is my probably my my two favorite sports shows are both on YouTube and others. Um, this one is called Sports Wars. I don't know. Are you familiar with Sports Wars?
1: I am not aware with that. No.
2: There, it's commentary. Okay but it definitely does not lean toward the left at all which it's it's like the polar opposite of ESPN except for there's lots of profanity in it too which oh, and, and okay. they, they do make me laugh so this was sports wars and we'll probably play most of this but this was their reaction to to this Cincinnati bar story
4: What's going on, Sports Wars? This is Ryan with RK I'll post and, and this is where it's coming to. You now have sports bars that are refusing to show the NBA because of LeBron James, because of LeBron James' disgusting comments about the police, because LeBron James continued to try to divide this country down racial lines, because LeBron James is an absolute idiot and is destroying the NBA. Look at this headline. Delhi Township, Ohio Bar no NBA games on TV until LeBron James is expelled, until LeBron James is banned from the NBA. Now, I think we all know that that's not something that will ever happen. The NBA, his sponsors, the mainstream media, they're all doing everything they can to protect LeBron James, to completely ignore this issue, to not talk about it, because that's what these people do. LeBron James fits their narrative. His hatred against people with other colored skin is what fits their narrative. Him constantly being divisive fits their narrative. So the NBA is not going to do anything to him. His sponsors, Nike, not going to do anything to him. His sponsors just want him to continue to shut up and dribble about China and then virtue signal about all this other crap so they can make it look like they actually care. Let's look at what this Cincinnati bar owner is doing, though. The owner of a Westside Cincinnati area bar refuses to show NBA games on television anymore over statements LeBron James made about a fatal police shooting of a teen in Columbus. Interestingly enough, that in this article, is this from, this is from the Cincinnati.com, the Inquirer. They don't mention, you know, that that person that was shot was holding a knife and about to kill a young black woman. Isn't it surprising? that the media doesn't talk about that when talking about this comment here. The Lakers...
2: See, this is like the the opposite of ESPN, isn't it? Of course, of course. But you'll love as this gets going because he starts just
1: hammering LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like what Razor did to to D, huh?
2: Yeah, well, but Razor's known for being radical. This guy... He's not really
1: radical normally, but, man, he just unloads here. Well, people are just getting fed up. Yeah. That's, that's what it boils down to. It's just like, I'm sick of this shit. Knock mm-hmm. it off. Yeah,
4: just let it loose. Well, here he comes. Forward. Uh, oh, sorry, the games can go back on the TVs at Lynn's Pub when James is expelled from the league, said bar owner Jay Linman. The Los Angeles Lakers forward and Ohio native post on Twitter, you're next, hashtag accountability with an hourglass emoji. The photo, according to an ESPN report, was of a Columbus police officer identified as the person who fired the fatal shot. LeBron James targeted a police officer. LeBron James tweeted this out in order to ruin that police officer's life. And that man is a hero. Let's not let's not make any mistake, that dude is a hero. 13 seconds from the time that he pulled up and got out of his car, had to analyze what was going on, and he saw a knife in this person's hand who all these people are holding up as some kind of hero, about to kill someone, and he took action. That man is a hero, make no doubt about it. Uh, The Los Angeles Laker Ford posted that on Twitter. He later deleted that Twitter post after he got called out and destroyed for putting a target on someone's back, for endorsing his audience to harm that person, whether it's just socially or even physically. In a new post, James said, anger from anyone is not good, including from himself. And of course, we talked about this, this low IQ post that you can barely read. You can barely make any sense out of because LeBron James is an idiot. (laughs) Anger does any of us any good, and that includes myself. No one knows what you're talking about. Gathering all the facts and educating does, though. You didn't do that. You didn't gather facts. You didn't educate. You wanted to spew racial hatred, and that's what you did, you piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> Lindman, who announced the no NBA games on TV policy in a Facebook post, said he's tired of all athletes' statements. They just need to play the game, and that's it, he said. Their opinion doesn't really matter. They're using their position to push their opinions, and that's just not right. Lindman said if a high-ranking government official the likes of former President Donald Trump or President Joe Biden had made similar statements, there would be calls for impeachment. Well, I think if one of them had, I think we know the results. I don't know about the current president. I think I think he'd probably be all right just based on my opinion. But there you have it. A sports bar not going to show NBA games, not going to show the NBA while LeBron is still a part of it. Now, I don't know how long this lasts. I do have to give a shout out to Black and White Sports. John Matrix saw them do a video on it this morning. Make sure to go over and check them out as well. I, I don't know how long this no NBA thing is going to keep up. Um, I don't know if that's reasonable because let's face it, LeBron James is going to be in the league for a couple more years. Uh, But we're getting to the point where you're seeing sports bar owners not showing sports because of how cancerous these people are, because of how disgusting LeBron James is. Because that dude does not care about anyone other than himself and his narrative. He doesn't care about black people. He doesn't comment about, you know, Chicago, about people getting murdered in Chicago every day. He doesn't care about that. He only talks about it when it fits the narrative, which is a white person shooting a black person, regardless of whether it was deserved, regardless of whether it was justified, any of that. LeBron James is a piece of human garbage. And you see some people <laughs> actually boycott and actually standing up to this now. Let me know your thoughts about all this in the comments below. Smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, ring the bell for notifications, share this video out there, and I'll talk to you later.
1: All right. All right. We get off of YouTube now. <laughs>
4: well, he is. They
2: are. They're they're also on um I think they're on Odyssey. They're on either Odyssey or, Odyssey or Bitshoot. They're also on YouTube, but they're they're moving away. I just quickly found it on YouTube.
1: And and, and how popular is the show?
2: Pretty popular. Okay. Uh, yeah, th- this one is pretty um I forget what. Let me look. I'm on their page. They have um 97,000 subscribers, okay? On YouTube. So it's a, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty popular, pretty popular, um, cast. You know, it's, it's definitely grown in, in these years, but yeah, LeBron's getting killed everywhere. Did you hear Candace Owens
1: attack? on I LeBron? did not. Let's bring them, dude. we'll bring them all up. Yeah, well, please. I, I, I don't follow this shit. So, you know, so much, you know, unless somebody brings I, it to my attention. So, uh, I wasn't aware of this, but go ahead, please.
2: I can't stand fucking LeBron James. So anytime this fucking bag of shit is on the firing line, I am more than happy to fucking bring <laughs> All this right. fucker because I fucking hate him. I hated him when he was a basketball player here. I never forgave him for shitting on my city and fuck him. He deserves every piece of fucking beat down that this fucking asshole is getting these days. So this is, you know,
1: Candace Owens. Who's, yeah, I, I, yeah she, she's kind of like the lights and uh, Halle Berry of uh, yeah. political commentary. She's not, she's not Serena Williams dark. She's, more hey, like hey. dark. she's more like, you know, she's not like burnt toast. Hey, she's hey. More like, she's more Halle Berry toast. Let's not be having this toast is racist con-
2: conference <laughs> again. We're back on YouTube now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So I don't know how much of this will play. I'll probably skip around in this a little bit. Cause it's like 10 minutes long, but all right.
1: But this is Candace Owens,
2: a black woman, a person of color talking about LeBron James
1: or as our friend Jericho green says a POC POC right a CPOC well no she's just a PO she's a POS in the liberal mind isn't she well she is she's a she's a uncle she's an aunt
3: Tom
2: yeah well she actually addressed that in this too she's like if you think I'm an uncle Tom then you're a fucking piece of (laughs) of course (laughs) all right all right here's Candace Candace Owens
0: What's up Instagram, I wanted to do this quick live. Um, So a lot of people have been reaching out with me, especially over the last two weeks, I think because they are starting to realize, um, it's taken a lot of years for people to realize um, that there is something to what I am saying about the fact that the media is trying to get Black America to celebrate degeneracy. And they are trying to do this by using various athletes and artists and glorifying them um, and getting them to say statements. that direct black people into a nefarious direction. So I want to comment right now on the situation going on with Micaiah Bryant, because if you at any moment have doubted what I have been telling you, what I have been telling black Americans in terms of what the goal is, then this situation should add clarity for you. I don't know what Black Lives Matter was ever supposed to be about, okay? I really don't. I've always thought it was a fraudulent organization. And I saw it coming from a mile away. And, you know, congratulations to Brianna Taylor's mom for calling them frauds um, after her daughter's face was used to collect money. If this situation today with Micaiah Bryant, if that's how you say her name, Micaiah Bryant, the 16-year-old who was in the process of trying to stab another Black woman to death, and got shot and killed by police officers who saved the life of the black girl who she was trying to kill, okay? She was trying to kill her. That is what you do. That is what you are trying to accomplish when you take a knife and you try to stab someone repeatedly. You are trying to commit murder, okay? This woman, young lady, if you'd like to call her, got stopped in the middle of a crime of in the middle of a, an attempt at murdering someone by a heroic police officer who shot and killed her before she could finish the act in a sane society every single person in the world would say thank god that officer was there to stop the crime from happening but we don't live in a sane society because now the goal in this insane society is to make people believe that we have to fight to protect our criminals that we have to fight to allow our criminals to live through every situation no matter what they are doing even if they are trying to kill someone okay
2: comment i can't how can you argue with that you can't it's amazing the clarity that she has and and you know damn well liberals will be like that's fucking bullshit." she's just cowering to the to the conservative agenda How is there a conservative agenda
1: here? This is just common sense. Yeah. But common sense is not the liberal agenda, apparently. Right? Oh, yeah. Because she's not injecting her feelings in on this.
2: She's just looking at facts. Right. And looking at facts, this this shooting looks fucked, or this stabbing that turned into a shooting looks fucked for the person that was doing the stabbing. It looks like justice was served. You're just victim shaming, man. I guess I am. Because to me, seeing somebody wielding a knife get shot down looks like justice was adequately doled out. A murder was stopped. So, all right, let's continue because she does break into LeBron. Okay.
0: So Jacob Blake, who admitted that he had a knife, admitted that he had a knife, is now a hero and has his name put on the back of the helmets of the New Orleans Saints because he was shot and paralyzed by police officers, despite the fact that that a black woman was victimized by him, despite the flat the, the the fact that a black woman had called the police on him because he was visiting her and he wasn't supposed to, despite the fact that a black woman had alleged that he had digitally raped her, okay? He was put on the back of an NFL helmet. Now you have Micaiah Maki- Bryant. Again, I'm not sure if I'm saying her anymore. I really don't care how I'm saying her name. <laughs> I like Makiya the fact Makiya that Bryant, this-
1: Go ahead. I like the fact that, that you know, obviously Candace Owen is a is a woman of color,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: she doesn't uh, buy into the whole fucked up names that uh, people of color call their children.
2: Right. And she's like, whatever your fucking name is. Yeah, whatever it is.
1: I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend I can pronounce it correctly. Mm. I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: All right, here we go. We
0: almost killed someone and LeBron James decides to post a picture of the heroic police officer and say, you're next on his Twitter. I took a second I thought to myself, okay, you know, before I react to this, maybe he's making a mistake because he doesn't know all the details. Because as we know, the media lies and pretends the person is a good human being. Micaiah Bryant's mother came out even though Makaya was a foster child. And she said, oh, she was, you know, she was about peace, something along those lines, that, that, that her daughter was really a peacemaker at the end of the day. I have never seen a peacemaker try to stab someone to death with a knife, but okay, Micaiah Bryant's mom, we'll believe you on this one. But maybe <laughs> LeBron James got deluded by that quote and thought it was real and he reacted because he deleted the tweet. So I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, but no, he has now followed up on the tweet and essentially said he only deleted it because he didn't want it to be taken out of context. And really he's hopeful that Micaiah Bryant gets justice, that her family gets justice because he is tired of seeing Black Americans killed by police officers. <laughs> let's just let's just reset that. He's okay with seeing Black Americans get killed by other Black Americans, because that is exactly what would have happened if a police officer didn't show up. He's just upset when a Black criminal gets taken out by a police officer. What the hell are we even talking about right now in society? How do you not see how degenerate that is? How do you not understand how poisonous that is, that a man with his following is out here saying that Micaiah Bryant deserves justice for what? She got justice when she tried to kill someone and somebody intervened. That is literally the function of the police. If your husband, your loved ones, or a friend friend of yours, and you got into a dispute and someone charged at you with a knife, would you be hoping that that police officer didn't intervene on the basis that that person was maybe black? Oh, don't intervene. Please, please allow me to die. Allow me to be stabbed to death because I just couldn't bear. I couldn't bear the idea of you shooting this person that's trying to kill me.
1: Comment. <laughs> well, again, you know, common sense is not common. You know, it's uncommon. And and, and the fact that, that uh, you know, Candace Owens, obviously very well spoken and, mm-hmm. you know, Uh, she's got a, she's gained a following and an audience and she's, she's a woman of color speaking this way. This infuriates the left.
2: Of course. Now, what does
1: she do? I don't know what she's known for. Is she just known
2: for ranting on Instagram or. No,
1: I mean, she's kind of like a, an activist, I guess she's, she's a conservative black woman who is an activist for conservative values. Okay. You know, and, and she, she kind of got her, I, I think she got her uh, claim to fame by posting, you know, video blogs, vlogs on, on YouTube and things okay. on, and making political commentary. And she got uh, recognized by, I think she got recognized like Fox news or somebody like that. So she's and, like
2: the bigger version of like Caitlin Bennett or Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah Exactly.
1: Exactly. She's exactly like that. Is, but, she, but, is she the biggest one? You think? Well, she's one of them because she's got she got recognized by President Trump, and she got uh, you know she's been invited to speak. I think she's got invited to speak at like CPAC and things like that. Okay, so she she's a rising star when it comes to that. But you know, of course, her appeal is that she is a black woman okay. who does not toe the the Democrat Party line. Right, okay. and it was just like not everyone thinks that way, right? You know, and and that's what the thing is. And she's very, you know, she's very smart and activist and articulate, and she really gets involved. And you know, she's attractive, and uh, that that just drives the left nuts.
2: <laughs> well, she has she has conservative values that automatically takes the ugly stick off her. Usually, exactly. All right, All right here's some more because she really unleashes on LeBron here. All right.
0: We are losing all morality in this society. These people, these people like LeBron James, he's a coward, he's disgusting. I honestly, I am now physically disgusted by LeBron James. <laughs> I, think he is dis- I think he is despicable. I think LeBron James should have all of his sponsorships taken from him, from putting the face of a heroic police officer and saying, you're next to him, and then doubling down, doubling down, okay? And turning around and saying that this girl deserves justice. I think he's despicable. If that, if, if, if the situation was reversed, if a black officer had shot a white person, okay, who was charging another white person and saved the life of that other white person that was being charged and a, and somebody else had stood up and said, a black police officer, I put a picture of him up and said, this guy, he's next. Basically trying to signal to the world that this person is, is somehow in the wrong. They would have had all of their sponsorship move. They would have had to step down from the NBA. No questions asked. No questions asked. But LeBron James, I guess, gets to be celebrated because he's Black, so he gets to experience Black privilege, right? He can just say whatever the hell he wants, like he did a while ago when he said, we literally can't go outside. We're being hunted down. All of these things, he gets to add to this rhetoric, he gets to add to this divisiveness, and he gets to encourage Black people to, again, believe that as criminals, as criminals, You still, you can kill someone and you still have the right to life.
1: Comment? No, again, I mean, she's, she's she's just ranting, you know, like, like a razor fist or anyone else. Mm -hmm. She's just speaking her mind. Obviously she's not scripted and and she's, you know, she's just spewing out what she's thinking. I just love that it, that it's gotten to this point now that it's
2: finally getting to where people are. Are like, fuck you, we're gonna fight back finally.
1: Yeah, well, they we need to because we're gonna lose this country if we don't. Yeah.
2: And it's good to see people are doing it, like Candace Owens or or Sports Wars or you know, anybody that's doing it. I'm I'm happy for to see all of it. All right, here's some more. We'll do a little more and then we'll cut out of this.
0: Nobody should intervene when you are trying to kill someone. That is what Micaiah Bryant was doing. She was trying to kill someone. If you are still asleep and you do not understand what is happening right now, let me tell you what's going to happen next. Police officers are going to start resigning. Bingo. Mass resignations. People are not going to be signing up for the police academy. Do you want to know whose neighborhoods are going to be the first that are affected by that? Do you think it's LeBron James's neighborhood? LeBron James lives in a $100 million house in Bel Air from what I've heard. In Bel Air, it's $100 million. Do you think LeBron James, when these police officers resign and they say, what is the goddamn point of me trying to protect this neighborhood, of me risking my life, of me running towards a a scenario in which a woman is trying to violently stab someone to death? If I'm only going to be treated like I'm an animal by people like LeBron James who don't even touch their own door handles? (laughs) <laughs> you think he's ever gonna ride along to see what police officers have to do on a day to day basis? Is that what you want? If that's what you want, if you would like for police officers to simply stop policing, raise your hand and let me tell you something. That's what you're going to get. And let me tell you something else. That wish is a racist one because we all know which are the neighborhoods that need the most policing. We all know that there are minority neighborhoods where the police are called called the most to deal with violent crimes. We all know that this scenario is going to lead to more black death. So if you're a person who goes, well, we just got to meet police officers, you know exactly what you are doing. I don't blame police officers right now if they want to step down. I don't blame them. I, I, personally, I would almost respect if police officers went on strike. I would respect it. You know what? This Let, let the neighborhoods turn into Gotham City. Let, let the neighborhoods, let them riot, let them loot, let them burn. If they want to murder one another, and what, what would be the purpose of a police officer wanting to hold that badge, have that badge anymore when this is how we treat them? LeBron James is a despicable human being for this. Despicable. I have no respect for him. If you are a fan of LeBron James, if you are a person that likes basketball, you should never, you should never, ever, ever, ever go to a LeBron James game ever again. If you have the sense to understand what is wrong here, I don't care how talented he is. I don't care how many rings he has. What he is doing right now is celebrating perversity. What he is doing right now is celebrating criminality. What he is doing right now is trying to blur the lines, the very clear lines, between right and wrong. What the police officer did in the Mackay Bryant situation was right. What LeBron James tweeted about was wrong. If you cannot see that and you think that this video is an example of Candace Owens acting like an Uncle Tom, you're a lost soul and you're a degenerate. If you are watching this and you're thinking <laughs> that Micaiah Bryant is a hero, that M- Micaiah Bryant deserves justice, then you are a degenerate. In my opinion, you are a degenerate. I don't care. I don't care if you're sitting here watching going, oh, my God, but Candace, can't you see yourself? It's Micaiah Bryant. No, I can't see myself. I-, I don't I don't take a knife and try to kill somebody. But didn't you see yourself with George Floyd? No, I don't take fentanyl. I don't do op- opioids. I haven't been arrested in jail nine times. Stop telling me to see myself in someone because they have the same melanin as me. I have nothing to do with white criminals. I have nothing to do with Chinese criminals. I have nothing to do with black criminals. I am not a criminal. I am not a criminal. I do not see myself in any of these scenarios. I am an American. I'm an American that wants policing, that respects police officers and believes that criminals belong in prison. And when they are trying to kill someone, they need to be stopped by any means necessary. Thank you for paying attention to this rant. I'm so disgusted with the way that society is treading, and I am just sickened by the fact that the Democrats and the left and these athletes, these despicable athletes, are playing a part in what is really just the corrosion of ethics in this society.
2: There you go. There you go. (laughs) Fuck you, pal. I love her. I don't know much about her, but I love her.
1: Yeah, well, she speaks the truth. She really yeah, yeah. You got the you got the Tommy Larens of the world and the Caitlin Bennett's of the world and the the, the Candace Owens of the world speaking up. Right. Saying like, fuck you.
2: I know it's great.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: So there, there you go. have it. There you have it. It just fucking people are done. They're fighting back.
1: Well, they should. We need to. Yeah. And we've, has, we've, yeah, we've been doing it all along in our platform, but it's, it's nice to see other people stepping up their game. Yeah.
2: Everybody needs to, on whatever platform they are, whether you reach 10 people or 10,000 or whatever it is, you know, if you believe if it's the only way it's, it's the only, you know, and it's funny. Cause like people on smaller platforms and I could put us in that category to be we're honest, not, we're not
1: a huge platform, no, not
2: at all. But man, if you just if you cower because you're afraid of losing your smaller platform, you're crazy. You got to go for it at this point. You just got to say what you think. And I'm I'm sure if I listened to 10 Candace Owens videos, I probably wouldn't agree with everything she's saying, but I agreed with every word she said there. I didn't intend to play those 10 minutes, but they went by pretty quick and, <laughs> and it was like, wow, I agree with every last word that she said. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so yeah, got to fight back a little bit, man. Got to. more than a little bit. I shouldn't say a little bit. You got to fight well, back everything.
1: I, I I would play out of the segment. Uh, Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. But uh, D Schneider's lost all credibility with me.
2: And Dee doesn't. He doesn't want you to play it anyway. Your fans don't deserve his greatness. Yeah. Whatever.
1: <laughs> so so I thought maybe take us out of this segment. We would play something from uh, some Queens, right? Okay. Even though Jeff is a little bit of a libby too. A little bit. Yeah, but uh, I think a good song would be uh, spreading the disease.
2: That'll
1: work. (laughs) So here's some Queensryche exclusively here. On
2: your classic metal show.
0: Hi, this is Jeff Tate. All
2: right, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? And you know what else is a lot of fun? The CMS Podcast Network. That's right, CMSPN.com is the address. Make sure you go over there. Make sure you watch the episodes there, you listen to the episodes there, and maybe even just subscribe so it's delivered to your phone, to whatever podcasting software you use, but do it from CMSPN.com. Once again, CMSPN.com, CMSPN.com, CMSPN.com. We'll see you next time, fucks.